Hello everyone, this is John Catholic for Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by the podcast, or should I call it the barn cast, especially because I have a large animal with me in this truck I'm driving. I've never done a podcast from the truck, and I've got a 100-pound female German Shepherd riding shotgun with me. My viewers on YouTube are used to it because I've done a lot of YouTubes while I'm driving in the car or truck, talking about Catholic stuff with the dog in the background. So if she gets to cutting up, that's just the way she is. So today I got in a little trouble. You know, I have a YouTube channel called Catholic for Rednecks. I'm also on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Facebook's another story. I'll get to that in a minute. But on YouTube, I guess back in April, I was monetizing my channel. You know, that's where you get paid. And for some reason, once I did that, my views on my personal videos that I put up just kind of weren't getting any views at all. And I was tired of those Google ads interrupting my video. So I wasn't making nothing but like, I think I made $25 or something. So I turned off my money thing. So then, right about the time I started this podcast, and this podcast is where my heart is, I uploaded a video, and I told you about it on my last episode, episode 30, about the Queen Elizabeth and all that. But that one short video got a couple of million views and YouTube reached out to me and all of a sudden I got a bunch of subscribers. My subscribers went from about 3,000 up to 10,000 just overnight. Not really overnight, but very quickly. So they reached out and said, at this rate, you can make this much money, blah, 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 blah. So I had to fill out a bunch of paperwork And they mailed me something. They mailed me a PIN number. When I got the PIN number, I inserted the PIN number in the form there that YouTube sent me over the phone. And then I'm back to making money. Well, anyhow, those guys are sneaky because there's a setting in there that says on or off for monetizing. And those jokers, while you're asleep at night, will do two things. They will demonetize you like you turned it off and they'll change your category. Like, I'm supposed to be in personal blogs on the YouTube category. They put me in comedy the first year I was on there. And then I put myself in personal blogs. And then... In the middle of the night, while I'm sleeping, they love to put me in the automotive section. Now, can you imagine having a channel called Catholic for Rednecks, where you're trying to reach regular blue-collar people with the Catholic message, and them putting you in automotive? That's crazy. And turn my money off. So I have to watch them day and night like hawks, because they're like that. And uh, Facebook is like that, too. That's another story. But 
what I was going to talk about today is, well, I said that because I was going to get on YouTube and make a video about this today, what I'm talking about on, on the, the podcast, getting all my channels mixed up. But I was going to go upload something, and they put me on some kind of probation on YouTube and said if I do it again, that they're going to shut me down for a week. And I don't know what I did. They said I uploaded a video that went against community standards. And I have no idea what it was because when you click on the little warning thing of what they removed, there's nothing there. And it's just that's something I hate about big tech and social media. There's no one you can call and complain to. And it's just I don't like that. So the video I was going to make. I'll make it to a podcast. You know that there are more kinds of Catholics than just Roman Catholic. I know you listeners out there, you think of Catholic Church, that it's synonymous with Roman Catholic. And I know that anti-Catholics and uh, Protestants, non-Catholics, I know when they troll or attack us Catholics online, they always use these this little uh, thing called RCC. Instead of saying Roman Catholic Church, they abbreviate say RCC. Like, guess what? There's no such thing as an RCC. There's really not. Although Catholics use that term themselves, there's really no such thing. There's the Catholic Church. And I'm saying it with big C's. Catholic and church, big C, not little C, like Protestants want to make it out to be. When I say Protestant, I do not mean to be offensive in any way, but to Catholics, non-Catholics or Protestants, and I know that Protestants don't look at themselves as being protesters, protesters, they just look at themselves as being regular old Christians, believers, what have you. So, most people, when they think of the term Catholic, the word Catholic, when you say you're Catholic, they automatically, their mind goes to the Roman Catholic Church. Now, this is where it gets real tricky and confusing, trying to explain this, because I'm going to explain some stuff to you, okay? You've heard of the Greek Orthodox Church, or maybe you've heard it called the Orthodox Church, and maybe you've heard of the Russian Orthodox Church. Okay, what I'm talking about on this episode has nothing to do with the Orthodox Church. Nothing, okay? So just grab the whole thought and word and name of Orthodox or whatever you want to call it, Greek Orthodox Church. Pick it up and go put it on a shelf somewhere because that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm only talking about the Catholic Church. Now, we all know if you have an iPhone, you can ask your iPhone right now. You can say, who started the Catholic Church? And your iPhone, who's very smart, will say Jesus Christ in AD 33. You can ask who started the Methodist Church. They'll tell you John and Charles Wesley, who started the Baptist Church, and say John Smith with a Y, so on and so forth, who started the Mormon church, it'll say Joseph Smith, 
And those are all facts. Okay. Now, the Catholic Church was started. Just hear me out. You non-Catholics, just hear me out. Everything I say, you can research and you'll know I'm not just pumping the Catholic Church. It's solid fact. You can look at Britannica.com, Google Catholic Church, or Google Roman Catholic Church. They'll go to the same place and tell you that the Roman Catholic Church, the Catholic Church, was started by Jesus in A.D. 33. Okay. Now, that is true, but let me tell you this. The Catholic Church is one church. The Holy Catholic Church is based out of Rome. The Pope is the head of the Catholic Church. He's over the whole church, over the whole world, every continent, every government, whether the Catholic Church is in China or India, England, United States, Bulgaria, Japan, South America, the North Pole, the South Pole, wherever you find the Catholic Church, the head honcho, the boss, the senior pastor, the CEO, the chief shepherd on earth is the Pope. And the capital city is the Vatican in Rome. I have been there myself and know it exists. Okay? So, that being said, there is a Roman rite, or you can call it the Latin rite. This gets real confusing, so I'm going to explain it the best way I can. Okay? The Catholic Church is made up of numerous different rites, R-I-T-E-S, rites. Now, that's different than denominations. As I've said on a podcast before, the Baptist Church has many different denominations within itself. You got Southern Baptists started 1845 in Augusta, Georgia. You got missionary Baptists, primitive Baptists. You got free will Baptists. You got all kinds of Baptists. They're different denominations. Same thing now with the Presbyterian Church. You got the PCA. You got the USA. And you got another one. I can't think of what it is. Same thing with the Lutherans. And what you have in the non-Catholic Church, the Protestant Church, is you have... Only the Lord knows for sure how many denominations, which means they have a lot of the major things in common, or sometimes they don't, but the longer you talk, the more disagreement there is, so they have denominations. For instance, the Church of Christ in the town where I live, there's two Church of Christ, two different branches. They don't like each other. They go to church like in the same, like a block from each other. They used to be one church, one location. They got in a fuss over a word in the New Testament. Over a word. And they split into two separate, two separate Church of Christ. So 
they believe in a lot of the same things except for that one word. Okay? So that's what denominations are. When Luther separate when Luther did his thing and when King Henry VIII in England, when he separated himself from the Catholic Church and started the Church of England and made himself the Pope of the Catholic Church, that's where the Baptists and the Methodists and the Pentecostals, they all come from King Henry's split. Every one of them. Okay, those are denominations. Denominations. Catholic Church is different. We do not have denominations that oppose each other's theology and dogmas. Okay? But we do have different rights. And I'm not sure I'm going to have to Google this to make sure. But I believe the right is come from the word ritual. Or the word ritual comes from the word right. I'm just saying that off the top of my head because I had to look it up. But what it is, is that in different parts of the world where Catholics migrated to or missionary or evangelized the Catholic Church spread out over the whole world. Over time, the Catholics in certain parts of the world adopted their own traditions and their own ways of celebrating the Mass. Uh, maybe their own way of signing the cross. Maybe the priests and bishops wore different colors and had different Sunday traditions and stuff. And those cultural areas became rites. And I know that there's a lot of debate and misunderstanding about this, even among Catholics. There are Catholics right now that go to the traditional Latin Mass. And that Mass has been going on for about 500 years, but it's kind of being, it's not kind of, it's being restricted by the Pope because the Pope wants the Roman Rite to just be one way of having Mass. He don't want several different ways. Okay, well, the people that are holding the Latin Mass, the traditional Latin Mass, too deep to their heart, a lot of those people think that that's the only ancient Mass of the Catholic Church. As a matter of fact, they call it the Mass of the Ages or the Mass of the Saints. What they fail to realize is that there are other Catholic churches in other parts of the world that have their own mass and their own way of celebrating the mass. Yes, it's the same dogma. It's Catholic. It's underneath Rome. They just use different words, different customs, different things. Sometimes they don't even call it the mass. They call it divine liturgy. Actually, the word mass is the tail end of the mass the blessing part and they started calling the whole liturgy the mass because it means to be blessed to go out and be blessed okay so the catholic church is made up of and you have i'll have to google this because there's some disagreement and there's some blurred lines here but in addition to the roman catholic church 
There are also like 22, 23, 24, 25 other rights. And I'm not playing a guessing game. It's just some of these rights kind of blend in together. Now, this past Sunday, I went to the Melkite Rite. And when you go to the Melkite Rite, their mass is quite different than the Roman Catholic Church. They, they sing the entire mass from start to finish. And the only time you sit on your rear end is when the priest delivers like a one-minute sermon. I ain't kidding. Shortest sermons in the world. But they sing the entire Mass, and it's called Divine Liturgy. They sing it in Arabic, Greek, and um, Hebrew, I think. Different languages. And there's different cultures there. There's a lot of Greeks there. There's um, Lebanese people there. There's Albanians. It's very ethnic. And they have different rules for taking communion. They give it to you. The priest dips the bread into the wine and puts it in your mouth. Okay? The Eucharist, um, they just do things a little different. They do not kneel during the consecration as we do in the Roman Rite. When the priest is blessing the bread and it becomes the body of Christ, when he's blessing the wine and it becomes the blood of Christ, we kneel in the Roman rite while the priest is doing that. But in the Melkite rite, in that culture, they did not believe that you should kneel to the ground on the Sabbath, so they stand in the respect. In our culture, the Western culture, we kneel or bow out of respect, and they stand out of respect. So it's a different tradition, but it's the same teaching and dogma that you know it's very confusing I realize that it is but there's you know there's a Chaldean rite there's a rites that are in India there's a rite down in Ethiopia there's all kinds of rites a lot of people refer to them as the Byzantine rite or the Eastern Church and I have to remind I have to remind you I'm not talking about Greek Orthodox, because even Catholics have been Catholic for years and teach catechism. They can't get it through their head that I'm not talking about the Orthodox Church, Greek Orthodox Church. Move that out of the room. We are talking about the Holy Catholic Church out of Rome that has the Pope. That Roman rite is one of many, anywhere from 23 to 26 depending on who's counting them, because I've seen different lists. So if you just look at the map of the world, just flatten out a globe, and you look at Rome, and just smush out a globe and make it flat, and you're looking at the whole world, and you look at Rome, and you just draw a line from Rome all the way to California, maybe, or Hawaii, that would be called the West and that's where the majority of your Roman rite is. The Roman rite, the Catholic Church out of Rome, spread their tradition all over Europe, all over United States, Canada, South America. That's where you're going to find the Roman rite in predominance.
because hardly anybody knows that there's other rites. And for the most part, a Roman Catholic priest has to be celibate. They cannot be married. There are exceptions, though. But in the Eastern Rite, now look at that, that point of Rome where the Vatican is. To the east, northeast, and south of that point, going the other direction, is where you find the Eastern churches. Again, I'm talking about Eastern Catholic. I'm talking about the Melkites, the Maronites, the Chaldeans, so on and so forth. And going to church at one of those churches can be rowdy. I know a lot of the Roman Catholics, especially the Latin Mass people, you know, they believe in a very, very somber, reverent Mass. It's very, uh, very quiet, very reverent, and that, that's fine. But you go uh, hang out with these Chaldean Catholics, and you'll think you're in a, I mean, it's, it, it can get loud and rowdy. And the same thing with the the Melkites. You know, you got a lot of Lebanese and Greeks and Arabics, and and they can get to singing, and and they do a lot of stuff that would be kind of unusual to a Roman Catholic. So, if you'll go to your uh, Google or whatever, and you look up Catholic Church, other rites in the Catholic Church, you'll find out that the Catholic Church has many flavors to it. You know how you go get ice cream. It's still ice cream. But you may get chocolate. You might get vanilla. You might get strawberry. You might get cherry. You might get swirl. You might get lime. You might get orange. Whatever your favorite ice cream is. I had some in Hawaii. It was mango and coconut, I think. It was the best ice cream I ever had in my life. But it's ice cream, okay? You go to Baskin-Robbins, 33 flavors, it's ice cream, okay? And it's really hard for Catholics to understand But these other rites are just as Catholic as the Latin Mass, the Roman Rite. And I know it's confusing. Heck, I get confused explaining that. But anyhow, if you have any questions, contact me at Catholic for Rednecks podcast at gmail.com. Ask me your questions. Also, you can, uh, if you want to be a guest on the show, shoot me an email. Give me time to answer it. Very busy. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. You can tell I just pulled in my driveway because my dogs stirred up. So you pray for me and I'll pray for you. Thank you for tuning in.